0: This is an ABC podcast. This is the problem. Take a pair of scales of the old-fashioned G'day, it's Dr. Carl here. Sand is as common as mud. After all, beaches are full of the stuff. Or, more poetically, there are roughly as many grains of sand on planet Earth as there are stars in the entire known universe within a factor of ten or so. So it might shock you to learn our sand is running out. In fact, even Dubai, a desert city, is running out of sand. They are importing sand from Australia to keep their construction industry humming along. Sand turns out to be a key ingredient of our modern society. It's used in agriculture to help soils drain water away more easily, in the manufacturing industry to make abrasives and moulds for casting hot liquid metals. In hydraulic fracturing or fracking, where the grains of sand keep the fissures open in the underground coal seam to let the natural gas out. In the glass of your windows and optic fibres, in cosmetics and toothpaste, and the big one, the construction industry. In fact, between them, sand and gravel are the most extracted minerals on earth, beating both fossil fuels and iron ore. So what is sand? Well, it's part of what the construction industry calls aggregate. If the particles are really small, it's called silt. If the particles are a bit bigger, somewhere between 1 16th of a millimetre and 2 to 4 millimetres in size, it's called sand. And if the particles are bigger than 2 to 4 millimetres across, it's called gravel. Sand is continuously being made by rocks rubbing up against each other, usually in rivers or in the ocean. And sand goes through as many as seven generations of refinement, being rubbed off, then buried, then rubbed off some more and buried, and so on. Now there are many different types of sand. The most common type is the sand at your local beach, which is usually based on crystalline silica, quartz, chemically That's crystals of silicon dioxide, SiO2, or one atom of silicon joined to two atoms of oxygen. The second most common type of sand is based on aragonite, or calcium carbonate CaCO3. This started out as shells of long dead sea creatures, such as coral and shellfish. Some of the black sand of the world carries magnetite, or iron oxide, Fe3O4. And the white sands of New Mexico are based on a different chemical, gypsum, calcium sulphate, or CasO4. So sands can come in many different colours depending on the chemicals inside, and this also gives sands different properties. But it's not just chemistry that affects sands' properties. Good old erosion has a hand in shaping the final product too. Desert sand is very smooth and rounded because the grains of sand have been blown around by the wind for millennia, and all the rough edges have worn off. This means that desert sand is no good for making concrete. The construction industry needs a more angular grain of sand that will lock into other similar grains of sand. When Dubai built the Palm Jumeirah, an artificial set of sand islands, It used some 385 million tonnes of marine sand from the surrounding ocean. Underwater sand rubs up against itself in a way that leaves it rougher than desert sand, which has been abraded at a much higher speed by the wind. The Palm Jumeirah was then followed by another two sets of artificial islands, which used up all the marine sand around Dubai. So when Dubai built the world's tallest building, the Burj Khalifa, some 828 metres high, they imported sand from Australia. But it's not just construction that's fussy about the type of sand that they use. Sports codes are picky too. For beach volleyball, you can't just use any old stretch of beach. Regular beach sand is so firm that volleyball players can suffer a whole range of impact injuries, from broken fingers to torn hamstrings. So new specifications were set for beach volleyball sand after the 1996 Olympic Games in Atlanta. This new sand has to have the players, and I quote, buried up to their ankles. Rain or shine, hot or cold, it should be like a kid trying to ride a bicycle through marbles, unquote. So when the final for the 2016 Beach Volleyball World Tour was held in Toronto, some 1,360 tons of the right sort of sand was brought in, carried on some 35 cent trailers. And you need different types of sand again for other sports like golf and horse dressage. But no matter how popular these pastimes become, they'll never be as hungry for sand as the construction industry is. The average American home uses 100 tonnes of sand. A single lane of highway one kilometre long uses 25,000 tonnes. China is on an infrastructure binge and so in the last four years has used more sand than the USA did over the last century. In 2016, China accounted for one fifth of the world's sand imports. And there's a lot more to the story of our sand slipping away. So I'll finish that up next time. What does it mean? Why is it so? You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio, and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.